Welcome to another podcast where I, Samantha Eason, owner and licensee of Exclusively Managed in Brisbane, discuss property management and strategies for managing your investment property. This show will discuss the many factors that contribute to poor management of investments and what makes a successful investment thrive. We would love to hear from our local investors directly. If you have a scenario or situation you would like our assistance with, hit us up online. Thank you and enjoy the show. Hi, it's Sam here from Talking Property Management. I know I've been away recently. I unfortunately fractured my foot, but that can be an episode for another day. But I think... What I want to jump straight into for you all listening for this week is pretty much just what I'm sick of seeing. And I might be a little bit more truthful with my, I guess, episodes coming up, but business development managers for real estate agencies say the same thing over and over again. There is no personalization. I'll give you an example of this as well. Um, A certain franchise will have the same about me section on all of their franchise, like about me pages. When you click in their website, if you go for the North Lake store to the Nunda store to the Chermside store, it's, they all have the same blurb, but they also add that they're personalized Um, but you can't be both. You can't have the same exact blurb on your about me page, even if you are a franchise and then also outline that you're a personalized agency because you're not, you do it completely different to every other, uh, franchise office in that group. But back to, I guess, business development managers. Here's an example by choosing agency name here. To lease and manage your investment property, you're maximizing the value of your asset while minimizing the risk. That's not true because you all say the same thing. I will give you a little secret here. Business development managers, they go on a course. They're given the scripts. They can either write the scripts themselves or like change it up a little bit or use someone else's scripts, but it's all script. It's all the same. Word for word. And the funny thing is these are all different agencies with different business development managers, different franchises, but they're all saying the same thing. And for some reason, investors fall for it. Um, This came up on my LinkedIn, those exact words. And I was in this franchise office over the last couple of weeks collecting keys. So this is the exact same franchise That said, by choosing agency name here to lease and manage your investment property, you're maximizing the value of your asset while minimizing the risk. I was in this exact office where um, this person posted on LinkedIn that exact wording, photo of the company or themselves. I didn't take much notice. But my experience as an outside agent was different to say the least. I waited 25 minutes for keys and documents from before I walked in the office, the receptionist was on the phone. I patiently waited and I listened to, I guess, an 
unexperienced property manager or receptionist struggle to help the person who called. That's straight off the bat. They, there was nobody who came out to help her. Absolutely nobody. I could hear everyone in the back end of the office. I know it was muffled, but this is obviously someone who's recently started in her role. Maybe has been a receptionist before, maybe hasn't. I couldn't really tell you because she very, like she struggled on the phone. I listened to someone to be like, who was being interviewed. And I literally heard, don't stress. It's normal to be nervous. I shouldn't, if you're having an interview, take it to a cafe. If, especially if, you know, you're actively looking for someone to be part of your team and not just a person to fill a role for the time being sort of thing. If you want to, you know, have your staff grow within your company, treat them like people. But also, I guess, you've got a busy receptionist or an unexperienced receptionist stressed. You've then got someone waiting to collect keys. She doesn't know how to help that person. And then you've also got an interview going on. Gets better. So many investors trust that the biggest agencies are the best for their investment. And I'll tell you why it gets better. While I waited for keys, I was then later, like maybe 10 to 15 minutes, someone finally came out. I, that lady finally had help with her phone call, but she was still flustered. It took another 10 to 15 minutes for the keys to even come to me where they didn't even have the documents ready. And those documents were sent nearly five days after. Um, the big agencies have these issues. They have high staff turnover, improper training and support, inability to service the client's investment properly. And how do I know that? Because for someone to be collecting keys means that something's gone wrong in that agency. You don't collect keys from another agency if everything's working out fine for the investment. That's not how it works. It is the business development manager's job to get you to believe what they are saying. They aren't the ones looking after your home. They aren't looking after your investment property. They aren't checking in on the routine inspections. They are simply there to get your business. And they may have a leasing agent attached or they may be also the leasing agent. They will secure you a tenant, whether or not that is at the high price like they recommend or advise, I don't know. But you're all sucked in. (laughs) That's pretty much it. Like with a business development manager, you are all sucked in. I don't market my agency. Yes, I have a Google page. Yes, I use social media. I will admit I don't use social media as often as I probably should, but I enjoy social media. It's not because I'm looking to get clients. Every single management I have procured, I've had to work for. I've had to show them exactly what I said I would do and I would have to deliver. I've landscaped backyards. I've painted clients' properties before. I have done everything I can physically do to get the job done. And I'm not doing that for the job. 
It's to prove to them that I am as good as what I say I am. I know that you're struggling. Let me help you out. I know that it's tough. Let me help you out. This is a really big cost and obviously the renovation is going to be massive. Let me see what I can do to assist with that costing. The large agencies are promising you stress-free management. That's another one that always comes up. Let's discuss with us all today the latest new managements I've picked up from a franchise. And this is just a franchise. A franchise agency staff member organized $4,000 repairs to a shower completed by an unlicensed trade. The whole shower now needs to be redone. It's showing mold again. There are lifting tiles, poor workmanship, and that's less than 12 months after the initial repair. The repair was done in December. I came out in February, saw what an absolute nightmare of a job it was, and we're now organizing to get the whole bathroom done because there's no point doing something twice. A vacant property was left unrented for three months. A tenant was breaking lease. They paid the rent till the end of their tenancy. The agency didn't even change the photos to reflect the upgrades in the property after the tenant vacated. It then took a further three weeks to secure a new tenant. After the three months, um, or after the tenant's rent period that they paid up to lapsed, and then it that's this is probably what I just find ridiculous. If this tenant wanted to, they could have taken the agent to court and won over ten thousand dollars of rent that they paid during that break lease. I think it was about a fourteen hundred dollar a week property at that time. So there's number two. I have seen so many properties with unsafe balconies or unsafe stairs, mold throughout the property, and the previous agency never mentioned the issues to the owner. They moved in a few months ago, like a few months before I picked up keys, so there was no reason why these last like large issues couldn't have been fixed. The owner was more than happy to get it fixed. He was absolutely shocked to hear that the property was in such disrepair. Yes, he's received routine reports, but they seemed to have been very poor photos within those reports and not showing the actual, I guess, overall condition of the property. I've picked up a management with no entry condition report. The most important document you need when renting out your investment property and it's a finable offense if it isn't sent. When you choose a franchise to look after your investment, you increase the risk of neglect on your investment property. That's it. You don't maximize any bit of your value. You actually increase the risk of neglect. It isn't always going to be the the tenant who is going to neglect your property. It can sometimes come down to the agency or the property manager that you are choosing. When you work for yourself, like myself, you have a vested interest. You have a larger responsibility. You get to control what you are doing in the day and not what your principal or manager wants you doing throughout the day. When you're an employee, you definitely don't treat 
someone else's business like it was your own. You're just there to get the job done. When I've been an employee, I would always go above and beyond. And I think it shows. I've actually, this is like absolutely amazing news, but I was reached out to a client today who remembered me from five years ago. He's having the worst experience with his agency, another franchise. They aren't getting back to him. He has to call. They don't call back. They say they will. They don't. He has to call again. They don't call back. They're always out of the office. He got sick and tired of it, I guess. That's the climate that we're in. Property managers are busy. I'll be the first person to say that. But it is my job to actively look after our clients' investments. That's it. That's what it comes down to. Like, it is our job. When you're a property manager, depending on the training that you receive, it's your job to tick and flick, answer emails, just do what you have to do. I know this started out with business development managers and I guess that's because that's the people that you're trusting when you go to a new agent. You're trusting what the business development manager is saying. They're salespeople. They are there to sell you the business, their company, so to speak, or the company that they work with. They're not there for any other purpose. They get a commission on top of their um, award rate or above award rate for every property they sign up. That's it. You may get a touch-up call in a few months or a month after. I've done the BDM course. I know what's involved. The only difference is I don't choose to act on, you know, being a business development manager. I don't chase properties. They're referred to me. And just as everyone is out, you know, on Facebook looking for, you know, an electrician that they need or a plumber or a painter, a plasterer, you you choose those people that are referred to you from strangers you've never met. So while you may do that online, why is your most expensive asset being picked by someone you've just met who hasn't been referred or may have, may have been referred, but has no actual vested interest in your agency and are using the exact same script that the other business development managers are using. Why, if they're all using the same material, why wouldn't you go to the other person down the road? That's something for you to think about. I think my next one I'm going to try and publish on the next episode, I should say, I'll try and publish as soon as I can. Absolutely hectic, busy at the moment, which I love. I um, I work better when I'm under pressure. That's a hundred percent accurate. Um, but it's going to start getting, I guess, disrupting in here. Disruptive, I should say, not disrupting. Um, but that's what I pretty much want to do. You know, I've seen so many people make mistakes and I would at least like to help as many of those people as I can to avoid making those mistakes. Apart from that, thank you very much for listening. I'll speak to you soon. Thank you for listening. 
My main focus is on growing our clients' investments, so our audio or style may be a bit choppy as I'm not a professional speaker, but I'm committed to being transparent with my communication with our clients, including you as our listener. Thanks for listening to Talking Property Management with Samantha Eason, and don't forget to visit us online at exclusivelymanaged.com.au.